Hello and welcome to Too Rash, Too Unadvised, The Will to Babble on the Will to Battle. My name is Liam Nolan. Mine's Wero Karyuki. And I'm Harel Dor. And today we're discussing chapters 6 and 7. If you'd like to ask us any questions or be on the show, please feel free to reach out at 2 rash 2 at gmail.com. That's 2 is in the number 2, and I may check that email for no spoilers. Please all support us on Patreon. Still 2 rash 2 unadvised 2 is in the number 2. With that out of the way, and many thanks to our lord and our savior, Seth. In a mortal tyrant, well, of course, kill. Let's get on with the show. of the book including the parts that he hasn't read yet and i guess he reads them while he's dead and then he goes back into the world of the book which has time whereas his does not and forgets the rest of the book yeah but the fact that he's also writing the book simultaneously is interesting but not not inherently contradictory to the fact that he's read the book right i'm also i'm i'm a little bit suspicious that he really doesn't remember what's coming, but I, I don't have enough evidence to get strong into that at this point in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, that is that is a whole thing. And since we're an hour and halfway through our timeline here, um, halfway through the first chapter of two, we have to go through. No, no, we're at the end of the first chapter. So, uh, Cornell Mason arrests a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Including that one who really had it coming. Jehovah is sad. Who had it coming? He's talking about The one who kept repeatedly violating the first law after being warned to stop violating the first law. Mm, that's fair. Uh, they also stayed the I fake incident. Both Jess and Gerber, uh, they both tried to do what was right. Uh, and pesky law stands between, between them and righteousness. Okay. Moving on. Yes, we don't, we don't have time to get into that right now. <laughs> I... uh, the only other note that I have for this chapter is explicitly acknowledging that uh, if there is a utopian army, and if they are using the word Delian in some sense, do they believe that they are enacting Apollo-specific plan? And there's probably been discussion about this on previous chapters, so feel free to go quick. Yeah. Awesome. And, and there's extra bits we don't know about, but or Mycroft knows about, but yes. Okay, so chapter seven. I have less notes, but my I have a lot of speculating to do when we hit the end. So Ooh. the first thing I wrote is that it's odd Sniper recovered so much faster. What? Apparently they Ganymede... They were inside the car. Oh, oh, from the fall. What? I thought you were talking about something else. I thought you were Sniper talking about recovered the... so much faster? From what? From the fall in Rose Tinted Daydream. The... Yeah. He had I a bunch of glass fall the, on the him. car ride in uh, Aristotle and Alexander. No, not the car ride. Sniper was, was fine. He was inside the car and a different person. Uh, <laughs> the different body, same person. <laughs> the glass. Yes. Ganymede fell like maybe a story. Um, yeah, and notably, Sniper like cushioned Ganymede's fall. Well, Ganymede has not been eating apparently since that day. Yeah, technically, uh, as it's described, only some of their injuries are still from the fall. Most of them are from Ganymede literally attempting suicide due to the conditions of his prison. Yeah. Yeah, Ganymede does not come across as great in this chapter. He seems very difficult to deal with. 
He is literally a duke in every sense. Dukes are famously difficult to deal with. So he he eventually gets a, a drink when he's given some finally sufficiently alpine spring water. In a sufficiently silver canteen. Uh, Spain is going to take him to exile in a castle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. An island Uh, castle. It's on Mallorca. I I have things to say about Mallorca, but they're not super relevant. Okay. You know the podcast. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Short diatribe. Mallorca... Uh, Spanish-controlled island had a very interesting person on it, and I want to make sure that I get their name right. Uh, Come on. Yes. Avram Kreskis, also known as the Jew of Mallorca, was a famous cartographer who lived in the uh, Jewish, let's not call it a ghetto, of Mallorca, and uh, was like the king's own cartographer, I think, uh, or at the very least made maps for the prince, uh, including the Catalan Atlas, which was a map of the world. And it also included books on astrology. Uh, Well, not books. It it was like a seven panel thingy dingy. Uh, Let me see. I don't remember how many panels. Yeah, it's it's a book. It's also a medical and astronomical text because astrology covers both of those things. Uh, it's intentionally incorrect um, and also accidentally incorrect. A lot to get into. Uh, and sometime after it was made, all Jews were expelled from Spain. And so sad little Avram Kreskis uh, got kicked out or was maybe already dead. I miss all of that. Did you drop from the call? I think so. Yeah. I actually, Uh, I also got distracted uh, speculating about the end of this chapter. I'm sorry. (laughs) Cool. Uh, I'm looking at my notes and I saw a problem with one of my theories. Look, I blame mine on my technical pursuits. If I could listen, I would have listened. But I couldn't have listened. Because the internet. Uh, Yeah. Cool, cool Jewish guy who made... It looks like it was eight-panel map for the Prince of Spain. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then uh, got kicked out of the ghetto when they expelled all of the Jews from the country. Oh. Actually, that might have happened after his death. What, Reconquista? After the Reconquista, they just... That's why they did do that. Spain has a history. So, uh, amongst the many questions from this chapter, are the prison wraiths you beasts? What? I don't know I how much description we have might, about prison wraiths. Prison might raves. actually oh. be you beasts. You think prison wraiths are real and are you beasts? Yes. I think. I think at this point we've been. It's been implied enough that no one else can see them, which is a quality that some you beasts have. Well, Mycroft describes brushing off tendrils of prison wraiths, which stick to him like cobwebs, so he doesn't get animate dirty and like it is a future prison we've seen what utopian hospitals look like i think prison wraiths are just a real thing because uh, the utopians would program them to hate mycroft and you think that they just like sit on mycroft all the time and that they weren't mentioned when all the ubeasts that sit on mycroft were electrocuted no no not all the time only in prisons 
They're like, they're the dementors of Terra Ignata, if you will. Uh, oh, so you think the prisons are even worse than ours? I, I think the prisons have actual wraiths, which are technological constructs designed to torment the guilty. Yes. Wow. That's incredible. Oh, wow. Because it's, it's just seeming to me like they, they are actually real things. I so, do but, love... So Terra Ignata has, like, conclusively moved backwards in, in terms of, like, how it treats its prisoners. There are you can be enslaved or you can be tortured by by raids. But maybe but it's we a do mild hear, We do hear that Ganymede's treatment has been exceedingly humane from the standards of literally anyone outside of Madame's. If they uh, torture all the prisoners, maybe they're like this is like yeah, we only torture the prisoners. We didn't let the gods, you know, use them as a piece of ass. Even though they really, really wanted to. Even though they really, really wanted to. Even though literally actually, everyone in the prison wanted to. On that note, Mycroft describes Ganymede as nature's masterwork, which is silly. He literally is not nature's masterwork. He is Madame's work. <laughs> Nature is, at best, plagiarizing here. No, see, you everything that any person does is within nature's grasp, because if nature did not want it to happen, nature could prevent it. Therefore, when Madame created Ganymede... Uh, this is within nature's uh, nature's reach and nature's desire. I think, think Mycroft makes a sufficient... Anyone else is a construct of nature. No, no. I think Mycroft makes a sufficient distinction between nature and providence. Um, and Ganymede is not the work of nature. He's the work of a specific person. I'm so like the UBs is not nature's work. I'm making fun In of Desaad. In general, the UB. No, I'm not making fun of De- I think I am. Look, Desaad had some okay points. I'm sorry. <laughs> That well, it's the I can, case. I can't make fun of him. Fine. You, I suppose you can make fun of him. Um, I do enjoy... I think this is the first time that we see like a sufficient third party say that Ganymede is hot, because I don't trust Mycroft when Mycroft is like, nude, he is a god. I, first of all, I'm not into well, twinks. there was uh, the party. Not into what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> there was the just, party. Are, are you it's asking me to repeat myself? I am asking you to repeat, and then I thought, maybe that's rude, and so I stopped myself. <laughs> I said I'm not into twinks. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and Ganymede is like King Twink. Yeah, um, I know myself. I don't fall for Ganymede. <laughs> what about a party? Uh, where we learned about his portrait's wall. Sorry, I'm looking for the other reference we have to prison rights. The portrait's wall does not make it conclusive Ganymede is hot. It makes it inconclusive that he stuck a bunch of guests in a room with pictures of him having sex. Yeah, there are reactions to it, too. He's he's been demonstrated to be popular a lot. I think this is one of the first times that someone who isn't a member of Madame's calls him hot. Oh, you think that everyone is, like, just... Thinking, um, he's just so... He's a rich art dealer. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, people treat Jeff Bezos well, and he's not that... If I was stuck in a room with a dozen paintings Jeff Bezos Bezos had made of himself almost having sex with a variety of people, I don't think I would react based on the fact that that's Jeff Bezos. I think I'd react based on the content of the pictures themselves. Well, okay, hear me out. If Jeff Bezos put you in that room, He's probably looking for a reaction. And if you were 
at Jeff Bezos's house and you are trying to curry favor because he is going to determine whether or not you get a job. You're going to yeah, say, if I wow. thought Jeff Bezos wanted me to look surprised and attracted to Jeff Bezos, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell you I could pull it off convincingly, but I would absolutely try. But, like, the people who see React aren't just people trying to art deal or people who, like, need Ganymede. It's the cousins, the head of the cousins, and the censor. Why are they at Ganymede's party if they don't want Ganymede to like them? And if they want well, Ganymede to like party them... Because Ganymede, they literally have constant sex parties with Ganymede and are there to talk with their friends, who are also there. Right, but Ganymede is, clearly isn't one of those friends, so... Ganymede is a part of, like, the pseudo-bash they have. I don't know, Ganymede may not be a friend who's I agree. their boy toy. I, I think he's also, definitely... Ganymede is the friend in this friend group who just no one can figure out a good way to get rid of. No, they also, don't. They, as, all, they all f- as, have sex with him. Constantly. As an well, aside, that's why you can't get rid of him. <laughs> as, as an aside, even if the portraits were hot, that doesn't mean that Ganymede's hot. That just means that the painter was good. That's fair. Uh, it does establish some bounds. <laughs> it was recognizably Ganymede. It was recognizably Ganymede. <laughs> okay. Uh so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with this. Probably the prison raids are a real thing. And I'm you know what? I'll add it to my list of questions to the author. Sure. I That's I have a lightning attention to the line uh It's not your fault, Warden. You did all anyone could have. I cannot see, I'm not going to read the directions. It was their upbringing. And the warden says, raised so that they can't live normally, like a set set. And mm-hmm. this, this just sort of like anyone who can't interface normally with society is a set set versus a set set is a very specific, very technical, like, uh, procedure well, that can be done to a person. I know. I no, um, this exact debate and this exact parallel was drawn yesterday in the most <laughs> important political event of all time. Not yesterday? How many days has it been? Oh, wait, maybe yesterday. Let's see here. 24, April 14th, and, um, Senator... Oh, sorry, you meant... Yesterday in the book's timeline. I thought you meant I yesterday yeah. in real life. I was, I was thinking that, like, yeah, I was like, they recorded it a week ago. No, literally yesterday. Yeah, literally, yes, I was right. So if, like, okay, if uh, Biden went into the Senate and gave a speech and said, boy, what's a, what's a group that I can, I can say <laughs> things about people won't, won't be mad at me for? Um... Okay, so if Biden went to the Senate and said, listen, I'm going to spend 20 minutes giving an impassioned speech about how Nazis, we can't raise our kids like Nazis, because first of all, uh, it's wrong, it harms their ability to interact productively with society, just like Donald Trump's children uh, (laughs) are unable to interact with society. I would expect people upon meeting one of Donald Trump's children in a mental asylum, failing to interact with the world, this to go like, normal oh prison. man, he can't interact with society. This when did I just hear this? This is normal prison. Like a Nazi. Yeah, it is a normal prison, and they, they, they just generally cannot deal with Ganymede. 
Um, if they were mental assembled, I would hope they'd have better accommodations for for people like Adamid. Yes, but we are we are seeing that Cookie's Cookie's message is spreading. Yeah, Ganymede was mentioned in the speech, specifically by name. <laughs> yeah. When he was compared to a set set. This is... <laughs> it's gonna be on everyone's mind. You did have an argument so... later. I, I did say <laughs> some regrettably nurturous things during the argument. Um... <laughs> tisk, tisk. Did you? Yeah, I said also said that in the episode. Okay. Oh, I think I so remember take... this. You'll remember it when you've heard. It's a long conversation. They take okay. anime. I, I think I've re- I remember other nurturous things that Wawer has said in the past. Uh, actually, this was a short chapter. Yeah, they take anime out of the prison. They tell him what happened. So much happens in this chapter. And then, what is what is the name of the person who is the? She runs a brothel. Uh, Madame. Madame. And then Madame is there, yelling at Spain about how he he isn't paying enough attention to her. And also, Jehovah almost died. Well, and she did her makeup okay. to make her look sad. Madame is there and is making a lot of noise. And it's very clear by the end of the chapter that she's doing this all to distract Spain so that she can get what she really wants, which is Mycroft. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. And everyone knows what she's doing as she's doing it to a certain extent. Like Mycroft points out that she changed her makeup to look sad. Spain says, you can't do this. Madame says, but you like it when I do this. Spain is like, oh, you're kind of right. <laughs> and everyone just lets her get away with it. There's a, there's a great line about how... We have another conversation between Hobbes and the reader. At the end, Mycroft says, yeah, I'm pretty persuasive. But Madame wasn't going to let the king she was about to marry abdicate. Come on. And <laughs> it's one of the best points Mycroft has made thus far. Yeah. Generally, so far as we've seen, if Madame wants something, she's probably going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we learn that the spider station threat has a prime minister. So it looks like all these little magistrates have like little little governments. Yeah. Which is interesting. 9A read this chapter too. They describe this one as a draft. Uh, Where does that happen? That's pretty late. Right? Where is it? No, it's pretty, it's early. Is it? A lot of things happen in this chapter. Not a lot of things actually happen in this chapter. A lot of, hmm, so much happens in this chapter. It's only like ten pages long. That doesn't mean a lot of, a lot of things happen in this chapter. We we see Ganymede, we meet Ganymede, we see what a wreck he is. We take yeah. him to uh, Mallorca. We had it in Mallorca, Madame's there, Madame convinces Spain to, to not abdicate. Uh, and then Madame spirits Mycroft away. Well, Mycroft spirits Madame away, and then Madame sets sets up a sting operation with Dominic to take out Sniper. Oh, the 9 And then someone stabs late. Mycroft again. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. Which, which I have things on. Uh, we'll get there. The 9A thing yet. is pretty far in. The 9A thing is page 130. Yeah. I thought it was Yeah, so let's, let's, let's go back. We are, we are at Madame... Oh, yeah. Uh, when Madame first arrives, Ganymede's very first reaction to knowing that Madame is there is to shudder. And it's made very clear throughout the rest of the chapter that he kind of hates her. And not just for the fact that she kind of led to the downfall of his government, but also maybe before that. Yeah. Um, Actually, Madame... I thought the interesting... 
But the interesting thing that happens right away is that Spain tries to cover the door so that yeah. people in the car can't see that Madame is there. And I don't know what his long-term plan was there. And, and so that Madame can't see who's in the car. Well, who else was in the car? Ganymede and Mycroft. Yeah. Oh. Ganymede, who maybe he's worried she cares about, and Mycroft, who he's definitely worried she might murder. Or at least he should be worried she might murder. I don't think he was that worried. I don't think he was aware of that plan. He also, like, doesn't react when Madame, like, causes Mycroft to bleed. He's just like, yeah, this is normal. I think we've been led to believe that's pretty normal, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is normal. And he doesn't mind it, despite being supposedly the most morally upstanding person in the series. Yeah. Well, let's think about who Mycroft is, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably still is fine. He's a little meow meow. What what possibly is Minecraft done wrong aside from all the murder and rape? He's a good little cannibalism. Boy. Cannibalism. People are really upset about the cannibalism. It's one of the ways he introduces himself pretty regularly. I'm not sure why that's such a big deal. Oh yeah, well, we we missed it. We missed it in the last chapter. But uh, first of all, none of the sensors notice Minecraft, even though he's just standing in the doorway. And second of all, their first reaction to him is exactly the same as Mycroft's first reaction to realizing who he is, is to just shout, Mycroft Catter! <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's Mycroft's first reaction to realizing who he is? Carlisle. No, that's, that's Carlisle's first reaction to realizing who Mycroft is. <laughs> is to just shout Mycroft Canner a bunch of times. Yeah, right? I can see why people come from cannibalism. Because it's not just like, it's not like, it's not like, um, Mycroft, I don't know, got a friend and they ate each other for funsies. Um, all that probably d did happen with Saladin. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, what uh, are you talking about? Not only did that probably happen, it's that is text. Yeah. That they that, became that, friends and ate each other. They, But more than that happened, because uh, Minecraft went to a bunch of people he trusted and then also ate them uh, with that, when they were screaming. Yeah, he, no, he's a, he's a uh, poor little he meow meow. He's them. a perfect little boy. Me, no, he ate multiple. He ate multiple hearts. No, he tried to to do the the Indiana Jones thing on multiple hearts. He, I think he only ate. I want to say ibis because he talked no, about he like ate ibis. Well, we did some oh. uncooked like sushi style, and then half cooked. He ate ibis, then... but he also ate Apollo. His Apollo goal was, was to eat Apollo the hearts while they were still beating, and he couldn't eat them fast enough. I thought he said he couldn't get the hearts to keep beating once they were out of the chest. He he says that he couldn't. Uh, he said that he couldn't do it fast enough. Uh, he ate Ibis, but also ate Apollo. Apollo also ate Apollo. He probably ate everyone. Oh Let's yeah. Move on. I forgot about Apollo. Yeah, he probably ate a lot of people. Maybe he did. Either way, the the cannibalism element of Minecraft is not the worst one. He is just a poor little meow meow, and Madame should not be beating him with a fan. Uh, also, we haven't talked about Mycroft. So you've said that several times in a row. Himself, which is that Mycroft has killed everyone alive in the future and in the past. That's also true. Uh, wait, no, I I need to. Mycroft has killed everyone. Oh, by by raising yeah. Bridger to not yeah. do a better job. Yep. Sure. You've made this accusation multiple times. Uh, 
Yeah, I know. I think he's responsible for it. I don't think I would phrase that as he killed them. Mycroft does. Sure. We are in a position where we can talk about potential people as having moral weight when Bridger exists. That's true. If we're going to give him a solution to population ethics, <laughs> if we're going to give him credit for all of the people who already died, then we also need to give him credit for all of the people who conceivably could have lived, which, mm-hmm. if my yes. understanding of reproductive biology is correct, is many people. Thanks. Yeah. What a terrible job, Mycroft. Yeah, anyway, so Madame uh, is here. Keep... Madame no, makes wait. a scene. I need to back up. Why do you keep comparing Mycroft to a cat? What What's going on <laughs> with that? <laughs> it's a meme. There, there was a lengthy discussion of this on the server like a week ago. Uh, poor ah. little Meow Meow is internet slang. Uh, it is apparently most commonly applied to like people who have done a great violence in the past but are now really sad. And, like, the audience is intended to it adore, which definitely applies to Mycroft. Well, that last part is up to interpretation. I have cast myself out of paradise. <laughs> I Okay, uh, you are allowed back into the non terignoto discussion channel. That one does not have spoilers anymore. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know if the audience is supposed to like Mycroft. No, never mind. Yes, I do. You're right. They even gave him his stupid sympathetic motives. He's just a okay. sad little meow meow. I don't care for this slang, but I agree that it's accurate. I- I'm willing to move on now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Madame makes a scene, uh, partially because it's fun, partially because she wants to try to get at Ganymede and like mm-hmm. get in its head a little bit, uh, and largely so that she can maneuver Dominic into the car without Mycroft noticing. Mm-hmm. So that she can then uh, coerce Mycroft into participating in uh, a kind of poorly thought out plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and during this conversation, uh, Dominic repeatedly uses the pronoun she for sniper, which A, shows that uh, Mycroft and Dominic uh, and uh, presumably Madame don't always agree on pronouns despite all using Madame's system, even in situations. Well, well, yeah, because but we it's because it's in French. But French has he, and Mycroft used he in the past for sniper because they're relevant to the plot and Occam's counterpart and really important among the humanists. Blah 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 blah. But sure, but I don't think Dominic knows that sniper needs to be Occam's rival. So, but why do you think Dominic is choosing she in this instance? And also, French like is currently developing gender-neutral pronouns, and I assume that people who speak French in Terignota have some kind of gender-neutral way to refer to each other or otherwise only refer to people by in name. The French what is uh, in the French, the French word for sniper? And is it masculine or feminine? Oh. In any case, the French translation is uh, um, although the modern uh, gender-neutral pronouns are like yell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yell. El is uh, sort of like a combination of he and she, I think. On is like one. So one must do this, yeah. one must do that, we must kill one. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Apparently the, the use of on as a gender-neutral is, is archaic. Uh, and so the its use in the books archaicizes the book as opposed to using yell, which would make it very modern. Okay, sniper is feminine in French, that's why. It would make it too modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, it is. It is possible that 
uh, Dominic is just treating Sniper as the noun rather than a name. Yeah, almost, almost surely. That, that's the thing that you would do. His name is just a word. The noun is feminine. Again, so, with, uh... again with the interesting pronoun choice. What? Sniper is masculine. Uh, what? When do you get feminine? Under noun. I'm looking at a dictionary. They have sniper as masculine. Sniper as masculine, which is also a French word. And tirer d'elite as also masculine. Like, I don't know what? Tirer elite? D'elite. D'elite. That's not the translation I'm getting. What's the translation you're getting? Is it sniper? I also have sniper as masculine. Le tirer isolé. Tirer isolé? Yep. But, well, I mean, give or take my genuinely abysmal French. To eat in Isolé? Yeah. Okay. I know French. It also no, means le, sniper. Le. Are there, like, three translations of sniper? Because probably one means, like, shooter, one means, like, specifically a person who's on a tower, one means someone who's in hiding, blah, blah, I blah. I think that's literally what's happening here. Tehuer, I think, means shooter. Tehuer, the elite, is elite shooter. Tehuer, Isolé, is a lone shooter. Lone gunman. Yeah. Okay, well then that's probably the Cause, worst. Cause sniper can refer to multiple different actions. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, this is not the way I thought this would go in French. Usually in French, what happens is that there's one word and it means like a dozen different words in English because they have less words than us. Um, in or any case, magnitude. My my backup argument then is it was a coin toss. Uh, Dominic knows. What's going on with Sniper? So you just kind of had to pick one. Dominic could have used it. Well, we're told that French doesn't let him. Perhaps French has lost oh, it. Yeah. yeah. They could have used one. Yeah, they could have used one slash they. Um, yeah, I guess they're... I don't know enough French to know if it is... Uh, Minecraft says it isn't. No. Uh, they, they, the only general French poem I was taught was on. Uh, and the, the modern ones, actually really modern, I think, like 2015 or something. Um, mm. Yeah, okay, strike that one. Yeah, everything is, there's, no, there's not even a neuter gender in French, it's just masculine and feminine. Is masculine plural considered to be inclusive, at least? Not inclusive uh, in the modern sense, but like, can't Yeah, if to you both. have a group of, of things and they one of them is masculine, then use masculine plural. Okay, so in modern times, masculine plural is sometimes used as a gender neutral in gendered languages. We also get... Because it's, it's the literal to, translation of they. To drag us off of our, our I don't language know if talk. That's true. People use... Sometimes I read French and they, they, they go out of their way to specify actually we mean both men and women by saying the, the feminine plural and masculine... Feminine word and masculine word sometimes. Yeah, this... So... There's a there's a lot going Citoyen, on. Citoyen. There is, Citoyen. Yeah. There's the fact that uh, the masculine plural in the past has meant this, and so people are now trying to distinguish that. This is why in the Polish version of the books, uh, like using gender neutral language would have been seen as really regressive, and modern Polish people will like explicitly separate out uh, a teacher or a teacheress or whatever the Polish version is. Um, I just meant I in, a, in general in various gendered languages, the masculine plural is often used as an equivalent to they. Uh, I had a very interesting conversation one time in in high school, and there was a someone. He, a lot of people in the, in the class were like, you know, it's obvious whenever we mean uh, he plural, uh, masculine plural, we mean 
all people, and I don't know why people get up and I'm taught this, and we read a book, and immediately the first time they mentioned shoulders, uh, the person in the book used masculine plural, and I looked up and said, clearly this means everyone of all genders, and that was a fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. why this is not the most popular version of gender-neutral pronouns. Yeah. 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 So the other thing we get in this chapter is Madame using her man-catcher again <laughs> on the second of our Mycroft Saladin pair. It turns out, for all of their incredible skill at violence, they're really susceptible to man-catchers. And think... specifically man-catchers in the element of surprise. Yeah. I, I also think that they're not that good at rap. They're good at, like, torture and, like, sneaking up on people. If you give them time to plan, they're, like, actually pretty hard to beat. But if they're, you they're don't... Good at, like... They're specifically good at unarmed combat and, like, know how to use a gun. But a man-catcher is a very different kind of tool and restricts you from close combat. I'm losing faith that Mycroft and Saladin are actually very good at unarmed combat. And, and here's why. Uh, I was pretty sure Mycroft would kill Sniper in a, in a hand-to-hand fight. But Madame and Dominic don't oh, seem to be again. very confident about that. And Wait, no. they're in fact so unsure... No. No, um, Mycroft volunteers to kill Sniper, and Dominic's like, I'm not gonna let you kill Sniper, that's my job. Well, and then they later... They say you would kill him too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they say, uh, it's not your place. They say you would do it too fast. They do at one point say Sniper knows a lot about how you work. They don't really imply that, uh, that would prevent Mycroft from killing them. They're just like... It's better if someone that they don't know tries to do it. Yeah, I think the idea is that like sniper that Mycroft might win, uh, but he won't torture them, and that would be terrible. I mean, where would we live without torture? <laughs> well, I guess they have salad and kicking around somewhere, but fine. Um, so they, by the way, we haven't said this. If if you're that one person who hasn't read the book, uh, Madame and Dominic hide in a car to go kill sniper. Dominic's all gross and half skin at this point, like and Freddy they're making Kruger, a plan. Two Face stuff going on. Yeah, like Two Face. Also, stuff going on. Dominic has a Mitsubishi outfit now. Yeah, outfit change. Uh, do you think that they're not a black lot anymore? They're they're literally wearing their sash. No, no, I think they're still a black law, right? Are they wearing their sash? Uh, sash is not explicitly mentioned. Yeah, but right. Um, we see people, there's, there's clearly been set up in this, these stories, which we'll have to talk about at some point, uh, outfit corresponds to, like, your social rank in a number of ways, in particular what hive you are, um, and Dominic's wearing Mitsubishi stuff. Yeah, but well, he's the he's... CEO, so... So his jacket I... is embroidered with geometric patterns and the Mitsubishi executive directorate symbol. It is not a Mitsubishi jacket, which would have a pastoral scene of some kind. Hmm. I think Dominic is still a black law is the, the long and short of this. Okay. I don't think you could make someone not a black law by electing them to a role. No, I think the question is whether Dominic chose to become a Mitsubishi in order to, like, I don't know, fully embody the role. <laughs> or whether they said you can only take on this role if you give up, uh, you, if you agree to take on Mitsubishi law. You think hmm. Dominic Seneschal would give up his right to stab people? 
I don't think no. Dominic cares about his right to stab people. I think he would stab, stab people anyway. I, I don't buy that. I absolutely... I think he's... Dominic, Dominic has, like... Well, okay. I don't think that... They might have broken black laws. I, they've probably broken black no, laws. No, Dominic... Well, he's for sure broken. For sure They broke break a black, black law in this chapter. Mm-hmm. You take well... Mycroft's uh, tracker. That's well, a black yeah. law. Okay, but... Mycroft kind of lets it happen. I'm going to victim blame here. <laughs> that, it, that's Mycroft's not in like, the law. Oh, oh, you're going to short out my tracker? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Not even going to try to call for help. Uh... Well, in context, I think if Minecraft tried to talk, try to call for help, they'd just shock him and he'd bite his tongue off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they let it happen, it's okay. It isn't one of the caveats we need to care about here. So, All right, I'm done Done with pretending to victim blame. Okay. Yeah, we have 15 that... minutes left. So, uh... What? Yeah, we, have we get to the end. Uh, Dominic stabs Minecraft to lure mm-hmm. a sniper... They're going to set up some clues where people who know about him are, and mm-hmm. then the sniper will come, and the plan is he'll find Mycroft dying, and then take him home. And mm-hmm. then, for some reason, this will help in their quest to stab Sniper. Yes. I, I do want to clarify, we have another hour before my flight uplink. Oh, okay. Good. Your flight oh. uplink? Yeah. Like, um, you're going to upload your, your code to the, the bot. The helicopter. Helicopter. The helicopter, the new, the one that's on Mars. Yeah. I'm sorry. The, oh, God damn it! No. Uh, we really need to keep talking about the book. <laughs> I gave you 24 hours. You, you, I don't know. You're going to have a question period. At the, this isn't the time for... for... <laughs> We're almost at the end here. We're two hours deep. We can't have a, an extra 50-minute long tangent about Mars. Um, this book does it all the time. At one point, uh, Mycroft refers to Carlisle Day, and it's made very clear that he's referring to Renunciation Day. So it's interesting that those two names exist for the same holiday. So they put Mycroft in a, in a room. It's a dark room somewhere. Dominic stabs him. And then we hear that this is when he was writing to, like, the lightning. Uh, mm-hmm. I-, I thought about going back to that chapter to see if there were any clues that this mm-hmm. was a person who had been stabbed, but I didn't come up with any. And then, <laughs> yet another person comes in. It's someone Mycroft knows, and they stab what? him two more times in the same stab hole. What? This is bad what textual evidence implies that Mycroft knows who it is? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he tries to thank them for rescuing him. Because he thinks it's Sniper. I think... All right, here's my backup why Mycroft knows what it is. Mycroft knows everyone in this world <laughs> whoever this uh, is it's someone mycroft knows. really i'm a hundred percent sure really got him uh i Bef- <sighs> no, keep going. i don't think that's like true i think even in like the last book mycroft didn't really know who perry was um and it resents the fact that perry ends up being important yeah <laughs> I'm still pretty confident. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is Saladin. Oh, okay. Um, why, why? Okay, so it's one person. Mm-hmm. Caution, silent, neither fast nor slow, right? Uh-huh. We know that this is... Stabbing him in the same hole Dominic stabbed him. After a conversation about how Jehovah would be mad at Dominic. 
if mm-hmm. this kills Mycroft. Uh-huh. So this is someone who's trying to frame Dominic for having killed Mycroft. Is, is it's that also someone who we know who's willing to kill people, which frankly cuts down the list substantially. So I figured, look, this could either be Saladin, it might be Julia. Julia's a fan of snipers, so she's one of the few people who would have been told where he was by Madame sending out those notes to a couple of fans, coaches, and teammates to get word to Sniper. Um, Julia is Sniper's biggest fan. Exactly. She'd be on that list. But... Before, before we get into the speculation too far, because okay, I, I think ahead. this yeah. will be the, the thing that we end on, mm-hmm. uh, there is a little bit where 9A finishes Mycroft's sentence. So the sentence is, Fear tinged my eyes with salt. Fear. It was strange. For all the weight and war and worry as humanity churned towards its likely end, I had not this fear. Personal. Fanged with loved one's pain. Not since. And then 9A puts in, Since Bridger died. And says that that was the obvious ending. Do you think 9A is correct here? Maybe not. Bridger wasn't actually in pain. Well, I mean, they were in a lot of psychological pain. Psychological pain? Nah, it doesn't count. Uh, okay. That might be a reference to the Martys. Could be. Could be a reference to the loss of his own bash. Bosh. I don't think it makes as much sense as a reference to the loss of his own bash. Because they all exploded. Explosions are troublesome primarily because of their speed. Well, we know that Saladin... Uh, uh, sorry. I, I'm hmm? Survived. That's the word. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say alived. They, they continued aliving. <laughs> yeah. Languages. They really get you, man. Um, <laughs> there were some other words in there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Saladin survived... Um, do you think it's possible that someone else in the Bosch survived and Mycroft saw them die? Could that be referred to here? Maybe. Uh, but the pain of loved ones has a really clear maximum in Mycroft's life. And it's probably... You know what? I don't want to have... I don't want to speculate on which one of the Martys had the most pain. Uh, <laughs> I think that could only go pain back Pain Olympics, places. let's go! <laughs> we don't even know... how. Oh, I can't... We've talked about this before. Every time I talk about the Martys, I end up like accidentally spoiling yes, something. That you are not to allowed to name Martys. a single one of them. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, okay, so to to return to my wild speculations here, I I don't necessarily buy this as a thing that Julia would do. Uh, but what caution, silent, neither fast nor slow. Sounds like the sort of language that he's used to describe Saladin in the past. And Saladin seems like the kind of person who would stab Mycroft if someone told him to. Because they're they're just kind of like that, let's be honest. So I oh, think yeah. this is Madame sending Saladin to kill Mycroft so that Dominic gets in trouble with Jehovah and he's upset enough to take over the Mitsubishi. I, I, I don't think this is a... I think this is a, uh, a plausible, specifically Saladin, I think a plausible claim. Uh, for first, because I think Saladin is the least likely to just randomly kill Mycroft. Not that Mycroft the, is the and least... And the most likely for Mycroft to recognize. Yeah. Um, Not... I don't that Mycroft has no risk. I bet if, like, Mycroft accidentally revealed that he doesn't have um, Saladin's pacemaker inside of him, Mycroft, like, might dig out the pacemaker in Mycroft's heart in shock or pain. 
which would probably kill my craft. Um, <laughs> Hang on. Not randomly. That it isn't random is an important distinction here. Because his master less, told him to. I don't think he's likely to do that even because of that. Uh, I think Saladin... I, why? Because Saladin loves Mycroft. Mycroft you know, loved the Martys. In a, in a really murderous way, to be clear. Yeah, in a really murderous way. So I think if, Mycroft, if Saladin was going to kill Mycroft, it's going to be because of the love. Mycroft loved the Martys, and they very killed them. Because of the love. The Marty murders are ultimately an expression of a deep sense of connection and love. Minecraft's head fall. I'm just not even going to okay. acknowledge that sentence. So, I, I'm constantly shocked at the episodes where someone else says the most controversial thing. Um, I, I think that not only would Saladin murder Minecraft if someone told him to, I don't even think Mycroft would be that upset about it. That's just what these two do. Mycroft wouldn't be that upset. Saladin, I think, would be. Do you? He yeah. loves torture murder. I don't... I don't yeah, that's also another reason why I think it's not Saladin. Because it's not torture murder. It's just a simple murder. Ah! Yeah. That's, it's that's pretty torture. Best case. <laughs> no. no that, that's the best case you've made so far. It is better. But he has been sitting slowly bleeding out from a pretty severe wound for a long time. And now it's going to be infected. Like... Mycroft goes unconscious within, like, five minutes of the second stabber showing up. Yeah. That's not Saladin. Yeah. Also, okay, Mycroft here's my backup. goes unconscious at the end of this chapter. Do you think he died? <laughs> uh, here's the problem. Mm, boy. <laughs> here's the issue with that. How did he write it? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> like, he, he also he also hasn't finished writing the first book yet. It's not. It's not only. It's not only is it not written. We know when it's written, and it's written like a couple months after. <laughs> it's like a yeah, there's all like contemporaneous accounts. These literal ghostwriting. Also, and uh, I read the chapter of the previous book he wrote after this. <laughs> so. Yes, I think there Minecraft is. survives this stabbing. As discussed, I think we've said this without spoiler warnings on the podcast before. As discussed, real early in book one, no, we haven't. Someone we, we we put it we put it at the end every time. Did we? Yep. Well, then there's a thing I can't talk about. Anyone who's worried about spoilers, and it causes me to draw certain inferences about what's going to happen in the long run. As an answer to this question. Is that is that too specific, do you think? No, I think it's fine. Uh, I do really want to know who stabbed him. So, here's, here's why I think it still might be Saladin. I think Saladin might actually be, like, kind of a bit of a fuck-up. Uh, what? And, despite his attempts, may accidentally have stabbed too hard. And Mycroft died. Or it could have died. You know, I know we've just established I don't. I think he survives this. But, like, he had intended it to be more tortury than it actually was. Minecraft is already bleeding out fatally from a wound. No, he's not specifically not. Someone is going to come in, like, ten minutes well, that's and the grab thing, him. Right? It, it is a fatal wound. Uh, it just someone's going to catch him before he dies. 
the people who know where the people who know where he is to stab him also know that rescue is on the way. Yes. Look, the only person I can wound, think of, not the intent behind the wound, who should have who should have enough information to know Dominic stabbed him and know that it might be useful to frame Dominic in this way and know where he is. It must have been someone sent by Madame. That can't be Julia. Saladin is her weird pet. I'm running out of other characters I know who this could plausibly be. You're running out of you other characters you know. character you know or a character you don't know? I think it's definitely a character I know, because I know all the characters from the 710 list at the start of this book. No, you do not. I went through oh, it. Oh, sorry, that one, that one, that one. Sorry. I thought you meant the 710 list in the first book. No. Oh. And you definitely no. do not. So, like, let's see here. It's definitely not Cornell Mason, because... He wouldn't need to do this if he wanted to kill Mycroft. Therefore, think, I'm pretty sure it's none of his people either. I think we don't meet everyone but Roncorp. I think we've met everyone but Roncorp. Well, I'm going to continue my list in case I talk myself into something here. Um, okay. It's not Kusala, surely, despite her being the one who wanted... I, I don't think she has it in her to how, stab someone. How herself. sure are you considering that she wanted to kill him after the Marty murders? She didn't want to kill... She wanted someone else to kill him for her, so... She wanted to put him down like a dog. That's literally the words she said. Like, 90 plus percent. I'm, I'm not very good at making predictions at higher granularity levels than that after 90. Uh, do, you, do you think Kosala is capable of killing people? It depends how... on how. Uh, I think she's capable of perhaps giving an order to have someone killed. I don't think Kusala could see someone in a room and do the stabbing. Okay. I think she could. In like the right. heat of battle. I don't think she... This isn't that. I... <laughs> He's yeah, chained I'm... to a chair. Yeah. How many, how many layers of separation? I don't think to, to kill a, a prisoner. Uh, I think she would just refuse to kill a prisoner. Uh, except for like, Mycroft. Um, and this is Mycroft, do you... I guess, so yeah. Ah, this is this is side discover mind. Uh Heloise, yeah, she just doesn't seem important enough for this. Uh I think that's also wow. and Cookie, I I think Cookie could probably stab someone, but I, I don't think that it makes much sense for her to be here. Uh let's see. Ansolet, uh, I don't think they'd murder anybody. The current censor is busy being Wait, a censor. No, what why Ganymede is in custody. Why don't you think Ansley would murder anybody? Ansley is the one other person besides Mason who has physically roughed up Minecraft in these stories. That's true, but not in... Uh, I think there's a big gulf between that and the, the characters who we meet that do murders all in, the time. In the room where Minecraft Canner died, uh, Ansley's only reason for not killing Minecraft is that he needs to be the next anonymous. Yeah. Which to be fair, I think Vivian... Like, I think Minecraft you go to Vivian... Like Mycroft, uh, when when Mycroft is dying due to a heart attack, uh, in Ersal and Alexander, he says, "I can't let you both of you. I can't lose both of you today." Um, oh, so you figure this is this is the next day, so he'll have changed <laughs> his mind on that. <laughs> Look, Mycroft, was, Mycroft mm-hmm. did come out of that. Uh, or sorry, and it was immediately this... hurt Vivian. <laughs> yes, yes. Immediately after the heart attack, he threatens Vivian's life. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I still Vivian. don't. I still don't buy Vivian as this person. Uh, Ganymede is in prison. Jung, Jung Soo Young? Maybe Jung Soo Young got jealous. Busy. Fair. We know they don't have time to do stuff today. 
And they're I busy think that's fixing also the economy, so it doesn't do a whole lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, again, uh, Spain... one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Spain is somewhere else. Definitely, I think, Madame is for sure involved in this. I don't think she was the person who actually stabbed him, because I don't think that's how she operates. No. No. The Utopians, easy write-off. Saladin, I still think he's a hard maybe. Uh, Julia, also pretty plausible, honestly. Uh, Papadelius, too much of a cop. Dominic cops kill would people. frame Dominic. Let's get out of this. Cops kill people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Papadelius is like the platonic ideal of a cop, let's be fair. Papadelius mm. is like literally in love with Minecraft also. Uh, Ando is in prison. It, I guess it could have been Danae, actually. Do, is she in prison? Is Danae in jail? No, I don't no. think so. No, she's, she's just kind of been... She's fine. Maybe, Maybe she's Danae. All, all, everyone associated with all of the people... It was said that all, the, all of their like, actual network of powers, about all the people who were on the board were taken to prison. So the question is, is Danae legibly part of Ando's power? No, her, her entire job is to wield no hard power and wield all the soft power. Why didn't, she's, why didn't they appoint probably, Danae in charge of the Mitsubishi? Well, because Maybe she needs she's going to, to advise Dominic, but she's not masculine enough to control these people. I don't think mm. they would care. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, once once Danae is literally the CEO of controls, holds literally all of the cards, and also is the wife of of Ando, like she has all the hard power she needs, right? Real realistically, um, Danae definitely could, uh, and I, I, other directors I, were women, so it's not like they're actually going to be. I mean, they would they have been sexist in the past, but they're not going to be that sexist to her. Um, so I guess the question is like, does Dan would Danae would Danae want? to do that. Because maybe Danae was like, I don't want to get into the, the mess of the Mitsubishi and then necessarily be legally accountable for whatever I do then. That's another thing, right? Danae, yeah. Danae is just not legally accountable for like all the things she does. It all gets routed through Ando. Exactly. You know who, uh, you know who doesn't have a, a strong might be in prison case? It's Carlisle. Ooh. And Carlisle hates Mycroft. But would Carlisle have would Madame be able to get Carlisle to do that? Because I'm pretty sure this is a, a play by Madame to get Dominic in trouble. So Carlisle has shown willingness to do some kind of shitty things in the past. Oh, 100%. But would Madame have been able to reach out to Carlisle to make it happen is, is where I'm... Carlisle, Carlisle who, who we last saw team up with Dominic. Yeah. No, Carlisle last teamed up with... Oh, I don't even remember. Who was... Papa was it, Was it Dominic again at the end? No, it was... Uh, the last thing we saw Carlisle um, was... Oh, no, wait. Last time we saw Carlisle was during the scene where everything came out and, like, roasted to Daydream. Oh, yeah, roasted into Daydream. Um, but before uh, that... No, 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 after that, after that, they... They turned in Julia. No, that's before. That's before. Yeah, because Julia tells oh, Carlisle right. who their parents are. Uh... And, and that's why that all yeah. goes. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. referencing some chronology. So Carlisle, Maybe Carlisle, but like Carlisle didn't turn in Dominic. Uh Maybe this is maybe this is the plan. Is he's now going to frame Dominic for doing a non-black law murder? 
Ooh. Uh, maybe Carlisle. Okay. Probably not Felix, and probably not. Not even considering Jyoti. Maybe Jyoti. I don't know what Jyoti would stab my craft. I think it would be unsatisfying for it to be a character that we're so unfamiliar with. Hmm. Um, Mycroft probably didn't kill Mycroft. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> Mycroft stabbed Mycroft in the back? Well, tied up? Yes, he opened the door. That's totally a Mycroft thing to do. Mycroft did a fight club on itself. Um, <laughs> I, I also doubt it was Jehovah. And because I doubt it was Jehovah, I doubt it was Gibraltar. Um, most of OS is in jail. And I no, think that there's... is in jail. I guess that's Sniper's true. out. Leslie's out. Eureka's out. I think Sniper's out on the grounds that Madame is right. And Sniper would, in fact, try to save Mycroft. Sniper and Mycroft are clearly really weirdly close. So... Okay. Um, probably not. Mycroft uh, is the first Leslie, person. Mycroft... The, uh, the last thing... Sorry, I, was, I got back from checking chronology. The last thing yeah. that we see Carlisle do in Seven Surrenders is uh, when they visit Jed and talk to Cornell and then get taken home by their Bosch mates. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. That's so much hopeful, more hopeful than I thought it was going to be. I forgot that they had that conversation. Um, maybe Leslie, but I think Leslie would probably bring Mycroft back for Sniper. I think Leslie Tully would kill la- three last names. My for all of for the whole OS team though, I think with Sniper being the head of OS, Madame is pretty much correct that they would have brought him back and not stabbed him. And because the OS team is who's going to have to find him bleeding out at the end. So, mm-hmm. And then uh, Achilles, I don't think they would have found out about any of this, any of his people. So yeah, uh, I'm going to say I... Uh, let me do my Patroclus little... Stabbed my... Patroclus <laughs> was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to say I'm 30% confident that it's Carlisle. I'm 40% confident that it's Saladin, 25% Julia, and I'll leave the rest for someone I haven't thought of. Okay, so wait, say that again? So I'm going to say 30% Carlisle, 25% Julia, 40% Saladin, and then 5% Other. No probability for Tully? Other. Twenty percent what? Yeah, nothing on nothing for. T- mm, but they could hear about now. If they heard about, it, they wouldn't be able to beat the rest of the OS team. Why not? Maybe they were just closer. Reassessment. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm I'm gonna drop Saladin. I'm gonna drop Saladin all the way to twenty. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not actually 95% sure it's one of the people that I'm naming here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's call Carlisle more like a 15. No, no. Yeah. We'll call Saladin 25 sounds closer. Carlisle at 20. Julia at 20. Tully at, Tully at 15. And then other. This is a really weak prediction. What's the probability that it was Reader? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not the Reader or uh, Hobbs. Okay, yeah. I think, I think Reader um, has wanted to stab Mycroft on several occasions. 
Tali is a much better suspect than I thought when I skimmed OS so quickly last time. And I think that brings us to the end of the chapter, so I finally get to find out what happens next. Thank God. We almost took this week off. I was not going to handle it well. You get to find out the answer to the thrilling question, did Mycroft just die at the end of this chapter? (laughs) Did he die isn't the thrilling question. Who stabbed Mycroft is the thrilling question. And if he doesn't address it, I'm going to be upset. We have already pointed out earlier on this very episode that we tend to disagree about which fundamental question is more interesting. Look, here's... I actually have a question uh, born out of the fact that I have not been reading along with The Will to Battle, and I don't remember what happens in the first five chapters, uh, although I skimmed really quickly. Uh, Mycroft mentions in, uh, what was it, one of these two chapters that we just read, that he doesn't have the Iliad anymore, and that Thomas Hobbes is taking up the space. When did that happen? I forgot. Um... Near the end of Seven Surrenders. Why? Who took it? Where is it? No, was it? The, 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 there was a. There was definitely yeah. a specific event where he, where he stopped having the book because he gave it yeah. to Bridger for a oh, while. Oh, he gave it to Bridger and then it's found on Bridger because Bridger actually leaves it or something, and so they find it yeah. in, um, in the chapter right after Seven Surrenders, and like we're not gonna let you have this back. <laughs> Speaking of Seven Surrenders, by the way, uh, my book has continued to warp, and it's <laughs> it's doing the pages too now. Oh wow, that's not good. Minus five. Actually, I have a I have a ruler. Ooh, I forgot the degree of warp. All right, so let's see. This book at its spine is I'm gonna call that one and two eighths, and it goes out to. One and seven-eighths. Why couldn't they just do a better job? Okay. Is that... Are we at the end? I think we're through. I want to talk about... Um, Ganymede. And the fact... Why Ganymede hates... Um, Madame. Madame. And why a lot of the people we meet who are Madame's children don't like Madame. And don't seem to have because enjoyed the pro- fucking awful. She's she's real bad. And Be unlike, nice. Madame is fine. <laughs> so we, last 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 reading, we talked. The the cookie gives a whole analogy between um, uh, uh, set sets and other other people, including Madame's uh, creations. And I in that in that podcast carried water for cookie. Uh, but I'd like to note now the significant differences between uh, Madame's creations and, and set sets. Set sets are pretty happy. We're told directly by several set sets that uh, they They're are happy chilling. with the, how they are, They're happy with how they ended up, and they dealt, they enjoyed the process that happened to them. It wasn't so bad. Uh, they're, they're also really defensive when they say this, and so can't be taken exactly at face value. That's true. Um, not a single person says this about the towns. I don't think And every true. time we hear about what's happened to them, it's not... Um, they were isolated, or they had chemicals in their brains when they were children. It's, oh, Madame uh, set them up to be a monk, and then had a bunch of uh, people kidnap, beat them, beat them, and rape them. Uh, or Madame 
has a bunch of, 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 of creations and only one child. Only one person is allowed to call her parents. Well, I think that's, that's just true, though. Is it? Yeah. Like, I don't think um, she carried Ganymede or Janae. One I think they're be... more like adoptions. But, it, but it's, they don't even call it, like, bar parent. They, they only... That, that's the decision they get here. It, that would be, like, a technicality thing in our world. But this world has a, uh, a bunch of social institutions which allow you to talk about parenting a child, which isn't yours genetically. Yeah, but... Who you share a bash with. And, but, but that's none of not... Them call, none of them call Madame a papa. That's because I think it's pretty clear Madame doesn't play those games with society. It's her whole thing. Well, that's the point. The, the, these people have carried, has been... She raised. is not their mom. She's not their mom. She's not their aunt. She's not their family. She uh, is although, their master. She is their master. Well, she is their family, right? They're her wards. That's not what wardship is. All right, you got me then. I guess she's not their family. I thought I had a, a defense I could work my way through there if I talked about it long enough, but it was that was a key element. Uh, like she is literally not their mother, though, in in any sense that we would that we would use, and therefore that she would use. Well, she she contributed to their genetic sequencing, and more importantly, she raised them. But, but she she okay, she's their mother in the same sense that the author of a book is the book's mother. <laughs> Importantly, it's, uh, their people and books aren't. That's, I don't think that's the important part. No, it really is. <laughs> okay, also, how about like, this? Are they people, I, or are they basically set-sets? Are set-sets people is the question you're ignoring? I think, we, we talked about, you, you missed a lot. Uh, I think Liam has come down to the position, and tell me if I'm wrong, uh... That set sets probably aren't people, uh, but it's fine because they're made not people real early. So essentially, an abortion question, and that's fine. So set sets are fine. Yeah, but what what is their moral weight? Um. So to be clear, I'm still very open to the text giving me new information about this. Mm-hmm. But I think they're basically like calculators. Okay. They're like a TI-85. <laughs> I, I know stunned silence doesn't carry over well on audio, so I want you to know I am just slack-jawed at the moment. I don't know why that would be so surprising. You've read these books. The evidence really seems to stack up that the set sets are, like, actually not people. Hey. Uh, leaving that quagmire aside, um, yeah, is Ganymede a person? Good question. Scientists are still trying to figure it out. Well, I have a certain co-host who was pretty pro-nurturism a week ago. And I think if you're saying set-sets aren't people, you might have to say Ganymede isn't people. I is- was nurturist in a cookie Cousin sense, which doesn't entail that headsets aren't people, like birth nurturism, so, only okay. sets are damaged. Okay, so what makes someone a set set? And do not say, unable to naturally interface with civilization. Apparently they use poisons on chunks of the brain to make sure they don't actually turn into a human. Okay, so 
there are uh, direct neurochemical procedures that are done to a developing brain in order to make it develop into a particular way. This was I, I not done, be... to our knowledge, to Ganymede. He was raised really weirdly, but so far as we know, after his genome was selected and pruned of whatever aging genes that everyone gets yeah, rid of. hang on. And... Hang on. I'm not saying I think Ganymede isn't people. I'm saying that I think someone else's position necessitates that Ganymede isn't people. I am only... I clarify my position. Uh, first of all, uh, as I mentioned then, I mentioned now, I am not actually a naturist. Um, what socks are you wearing? No comment. Uh... <laughs> um, and in in the in the in the thing, I don't think that I don't think that uh, Cookie's position entails the academy isn't people either, because I think there are two distinct brands of nutrition we see in this book, right? Nutrition is a catch-all term for people who are anti the creation of set sets. Um, but while Brillists think, well, 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 correctly says that every set set is dead, it's a grave, and they're, they're not actually people in any meaningful sense. Whereas the argument put forth um, implicitly by, by, by Carlyle and then uh, a little bit by Cookie is that set sets are people who are harmed. They're abused. The evidence in the abuse in the way they don't fit around the society, but like fundamentally set sets are abused, which doesn't make them not people. God, I just wanted to talk about Madame's child raising, and here we are. Here we are. I think Madame's child raising is fine. Oh my god, she literally, she literally let Dominic become a monk for the express purpose of making him a better rapist. Yeah. (laughs) What? No, what? No, that's pretty much what happened. But but why is that fine? Well, Dominic could have called for help. I don't think he could have called for help. I think he probably could have. I think it assumes that Madame cares about the black loss. Uh, no, I'm, I'm on board. I think probably Dominic could have called for help. And more importantly, uh, Dominic's fine with it, so... Dominic? Great. We never hear Dominic fine with it. Minecraft we... says, if, you, if you're against this, you're against set sets. It's an attempt to blatantly use our anti-nurture uh, sentiments in order to back up Madame. No, no, he we says that Dominic truly wouldn't... reversed positions to where Liam is now doing the victim blaming. <laughs> Mycroft says Dominic wouldn't uh, go back and change it, so he's clearly fine with it. That's not what that means. I think that's what that means. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with this. I think Dominic is, uh, I was going to say well-adjusted, but that would be silly. I think <laughs> I think Dominic... Uh, Dominic isn't even poorly adjusted. He's just not adjusted. What do you say? William? Dominic has been made better... In what By the sense? majority of his uh, is this raising. is this the more personally interesting to Liam's sense of better call back to the well, episode? That's also true, right? Um, he is more interesting because of it, but he's also really good at his very difficult job. But he didn't want that job. He wanted to be a monk. Well, it turns out his desire to be a monk couldn't hold up to his desire to do other things. That's not, that's not what happens. He didn't call for help. I don't think he could have called for help. We don't Why even do know that he that? had a tracker. I'm pretty yeah. sure he had a tracker. 
people in Madame's uh, brothel immediately took Carlisle's tracker when, when they could. Like, I don't think people follow Black Loss in Madame's brothel. They, they claim didn't. they, they just do. threatened to. But no, they literally oh took God. Carlisle's tracker. This bee gets real annoyed. Oh, did they actually get the tracker? Yeah. Yeah, they're, oh, they're like bad. tossing it between themselves. It's real bad. That's no good. Hey, yeah. why didn't Carlisle make a bigger deal of that? <laughs> he was scared he wouldn't get it back. But after the fact... Noting, his... noting pronoun choice. <laughs> Kosala shows up 20 minutes later, head of the cousins, to audit the brothel. And Carlisle doesn't say, hey, they violated a black law on me. The only other witness is Lisby, who was fully on Madame's side at that point. But, but Carlisle is a professional. Carlisle should be the only witness you need. <laughs> Carlisle's literal president is there saying, yes, I personally inspect this brothel and everything that goes on is perfectly all right. And Carlisle's just kind of left sputtering. Yeah. Carlisle's not that's happy. Fair. Okay, so maybe, maybe some of the things Madame does are not ideal if they're, if they're also <laughs> regularly breaking the black laws. I'd but like to general, also point out that this entire argument has just been legalism. <laughs> In general, I support Madame's right to raise her objects, if you will, <sighs> any way she pleases. I support... Uh, the object's right to stab madame. And so does she. Problem solved. No, she doesn't. She fully does not. She's a black law. Only because it, she would be, uh, everything she says would be illegal otherwise. Right, well, that's part of the deal. Is that people get to stab you. Madame does not want to be killed. Madame I don't not think any okay of the black the laws want to be killed. I could not want to be killed and also support someone's right to kill me. In, at least I in think the if philosophical you ask Madame, sense. Madame would say no. People, people don't have a right to kill me. I don't. I, they don't. I'm not sure she would. In any case, the world she wants to live in is very much one where if you upset someone enough, they stab you. Yeah, because they have. So uh, you know what? Made class. I need to stop using stab in that sense because stabs are actually very survivable in this world. Um. They murder you. Yeah. But only on, based on this hi- internal hierarchy based on class, based on uh, money and birth. Uh, that's not the way in which I support Madame's right to, the, the children's right to stab her. They don't support the right because they were born in the right place, or because they have a certain class, or because they have a certain hierarchy over her. Uh, Madame sucks. It'd be better if the world didn't have Madame in it. Uh, yeah. But then who would... Do who would run the philosophy brothel if we get rid of Madame? Who cares? Where are you going to go problem. and argue about religion? Just burn it the senseiers are not helping. That is not the most morally important question in this situation. I Dominic I'm, is a senseier, and Madame Madame was trained as a senseier. I think Look, freedom of Dominic speech is not going to like is stop a deeply the important freedom well, of speech. Not stop freedom of speech. Really... Freedom of speech in a book series where every single book has been clearly censored. Yeah, yeah you don't want freedom of Madame speech. Madame wouldn't do that. Actually, she might, but <laughs> <laughs> she would fully would participated in. In fact, uh, yeah. there needs to be. 
Look, Look I'm sorry. I'm still pretty the proud of the philosophy brothel. Stop. Uh, if if Madame died, right? Like Ganymede is really like inherited into the structure of this. Gan- Dominic is really inherited into the structure of this. All the people in the brothel are to the structure of this brothel. The problem is that Madame keeps torturing the people she's responsible for, and that's bad. And but you should still them. be able to raise people how you'd like. And if you're if that involves a tiny bit of murder, well, you know. Look, I also don't support the Eighth Law. That doesn't mean that I support no. any way someone raises somebody. That just Wait. means I don't oh, think it should definitely. be a Black Law. Sorry, I thought you meant the other Eighth Law. Oh. <laughs> I support I support one of... Uh, I Which one? My pre- I support the Black Law Eighth Law. Do I support the The, the, the true Eighth Law of is the, what they call it. Uh, of the Black Laws in some sense. But we're not going to get into that right now. We're going to get into the fact I don't support the the Metris Law. Wauwer is too Black Law for the Black Laws. Literally. Um. Well, I... I... I just want to acknowledge that Ganymede, as far as we can tell, literally hates Madame's guts. Yes. And is like... The person in the story who we would most expect to like Madame, considering that she, like, made him a duke mm-hmm. and, like, uh, financed his entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's clear that her treatment of him is actually so, so awful that he shudders at her very mention. And Gamini is even the person fair, who got sold, He also right? shudders at, like, cotton sheets. <laughs> It's a low bar for because him, she Shutter. did that to him. Yeah. Because she made that him that. Yeah. She conditioned him to be unable to like accept that without feeling like it's an incredible violation of himself. Um, I think you might have to go. I still have half an hour. Well, and twenty-five minutes. Let's call. It, yeah. Let's let's oh, call I... it twenty minutes. Yes, yeah, reasonable. Okay. Yeah. I think this this is getting back to the, the thing that happened last time. Uh the black laws aren't rights and the absence of black laws even then isn't a right. Um the black laws are fundamentally restrictions on human behavior and the absence of the eighth law doesn't mean everything anyone does um that would per se violate uh, this naturalist law is fine. All it means is that we don't think this should be a fundamental restriction on human behavior. Moreover, the eighth law doesn't care about quality of life. As I talked about last last episode, it cares about nature uh, and what's natural and has a preference for actions which are natural. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's because the... Can we call it the ninth law instead of the eighth law with the eighth law already being a thing? No, it's the proposed eighth law slash the set set law and the true eighth law is the in book terminology. Oh boy. Uh well that that's I'm... because it's a bad law, is the it's not good. All laws aren't good. Hot take. Yep. Look, I agree. Yep. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that all human behavior even, is fine. Even the laws sure. of physics? They're not laws. They are non K. Okay, how about this? Faith All laws aren't is good. guiding the, the every atom. Legality is not a guideline for morality. But sure. despite this, 
you should still be able to raise your children however you feel like, until they're adults, and then they can stab you. Should in what sense? When did I In a legal should? sense? Yes. In a moral sense? Yeah. Also, I yes. also don't like laws. I also don't like the naturist law, the set set law. I agree. Legally, what Madame does is fine and should be fine. I don't agree that it's morally okay. I'm pretty fine with it. And that's the central question, right? Because no one here likes the set set law, I assume. Hey, Harold, what are your opinions on the set set law? I mean, it's pretty dumb. Yeah. Yep. No one here right. likes the set set law. So the question is not one of legality. It's one of morality. It's, it, I, when I say dumb, I mean, like, not a well-designed law. Well, okay. I think it's just as well-designed as all that West laws. Um, they're vague and they used I, to do all sorts of things. There are conceivably things that you could do in the raising of children, which may be ethically problematic. Like rape them. Well, which is what Madame does to Dominic. We, I'd not like personal. some clarity there about whether or not he could call for help. The whole calling for help thing really solves a lot of problems on my on my end. Do you uh, at least agree that there was heavy coercion and that even if Dominic like had a tracker on and could have called the police and become a gray law in that moment, that that was in no way something that like he could conceive of doing? I agree there was definitely coercion. I don't necessarily agree that coercion means creates an ethical problem. Well, I do. Well, then, if, like, uh, what isn't coerced, right? Can I it's apply for a job, for... or am I coerced it's by my time lack of food? For... It's time for Harrell's favorite topic, is it immoral to convince people of things? Hmm, what do you mean by coercion? Well, if I don't get a job, I'm gonna die. So am I, am I coerced into any employment contract? Yes. Yes, and that's bad. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I just... I think maybe yes, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> I think it's, it's, yes, it's true that that's... Uh, uh, and yes, that's true. Yes, it's bad. And it's necessarily an ethical problem. It isn't necessarily a problem we can solve easily or solve right now, but it is an ethical problem and we need to solve it as soon as possible. I don't think I agree. <laughs> and the problem with the problem with I don't think this is an ethical concern is that unlike something being an ethical concern, it's really hard to make an argument for it not. Because all you can say in the end is like, well, I, I don't think this is a problem at all, actually. None of the criteria I use for problems apply here, and that's not very rhetorically <laughs> persuasive. I mean, you could say that it's a right and use arguments about rights. I could. I, well, I don't see any rights being violated. I think it's a restriction on human freedom. Uh, on not human freedom, on freedom. Uh, what? How? Yeah. What? It's actually more freedom, if you think about it. Hmm, is it? If it's, if it's more freedom, then would it be immoral for this not to be the state of the world? Potentially. Uh, Why? It's not more freedom. Uh, in that now, if she's taking away the trackers... Definitely, we have some issues. The social contract is supposed to protect you from many of those things. But in this world, with this social contract they're operating under, yeah, you know, it worked. Dominic's 
good in one sense, if not many others. And he's very that. <laughs> he's very It's a that. bad sense. But moreover, I think it relies on the fact that Dominic... A lot, like, last podcast, I talked a lot about how all these processes did, in fact, lead to murder. Uh, uh, on, like, a, several scales. But more of that, I don't even, even to say that. Um, Dominic, as a block law, could go out and try to find people uh, uh, to rape him. But he didn't. He chose to be a monk. Um, and Madame's choice to to restrict this choice, but he, he made it impossible for Dominic to choose to be a monk, just choose to live a certain way, uh, is a restriction on freedom. I don't think she made it impossible. She literally kidnapped him. Well, yeah, the, I guess the tracker thing is... Again, the tracker thing specifically is really just shoot me in the knees here over and over again. Yeah, because uh, it's... Yeah, because if you do have an opt-out almost every situation, it does make you more free. But Madame's takes that away because he doesn't like freedom. That's what yeah, I think she's going the, for here. Okay. The rape was bad. How about that? <laughs> I'm selling marvelous i'm i'm so impressed a moral uh epiphany yeah <laughs> uh but in general her whole shtick that she's doing totally fine the stick which also involves trackerless people so they can't involve this no the tracker thing is i don't think the tracker thing is fundamental to what she's really going for here uh, the tracker thing is a problem. She should give people their trackers. But she won't, because that, that it interferes with what she's doing. So people will say, maybe I don't want to be sold to an, a pers- another person as a, as a marital bride. Maybe I want to do something else. Now, see, I think Danae is pretty on board, actually. I don't think oh, that's yeah, true. Wait. I think Danae... Has, has hmm? Liam figured out that the man that Eloise mentions that she was going to be sold off to is Cornell Mason? Hmm? Hmm? This is text. It's not super relevant to the current argument. Say that whole sentence again. If it's not relevant, I was I was not listening correctly. Maybe in uh, in Eloise's introductory expos- expository monologue, she yeah. mentions that there was a man that she was being sold off to. Mm-hmm. Da 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 da. He was very powerful. Da 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 da. And then Cornell later says some things. I forget the exact phrasing of that. Uh, echo the same in reverse, and it's pretty clear that Eloise was being sold to Cornell. Okay. I just wanted to know if you had figured that out. Ah, oh, boy. Did I talk about it on the podcast? I don't think so. What? When did Cornell say that? Maybe not. I don't want to say that I did if I didn't. Did you think that before then? Is it, is it surprising? That's less so surprising and more just like, damn, Cornell getting cucked by his own son. (laughs) I don't think I'm surprised. Slash slash Eloise uh, getting cucked by Apollo. (laughs) Look, a lot of the shock of the Heloise chapter was was about how I misinterpreted the timeline. (laughs) Still, going back to this. I guess it's a real fundamental concern whether if Halloween is in fact like like less than half the ten year old, it's a problem. I, I thought, thought he was like six, that. right? Oh, um, wow. She's 
She's taken the adulthood competency exam. We know that much. No, no. We, so, thought, yeah. we thought, uh, no, Liam thought that Heloise was going after a six-year-old Jed. Oh. And then, uh, not only well, was that happening, but Jed <laughs> noticed that's what was happening, went into his room for four hours, and then came out with a book that persuaded the actual full-blown pedophile to not only stop that, but become his servant, which was a great character piece for Jehovah back then. But, you know... uh, something that exists, yeah. (laughs) Is that something that exists? (laughs) I don't know how old Jed was at the time. No, we know he was like like, uh, 18. Okay. It was three years before the date. Cool. Yeah. We had... There actually was a timeline, and it turns out he was a a much more appropriate age than I thought. Cool, we don't need to get into that. Uh, We don't. You have me for four more minutes, and we still need a monologue. Yeah, did you make a question? Did you get a question, Liam? Um, not one that could be satisfactorily answered in four minutes. I'll I'll hold it for next time. We can probably use my speculation, or going through that list of names. The answer needs to get cut off anyways. Yeah. 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 Uh, go ahead. We can get a full answer later. I don't know why you think I'm dumb enough to do that to myself. (laughs) I am. Uh, What's it like coding a helicopter? What considerations did you have to do for a helicopter on Mars that are different from a helicopter on Earth? Uh, Well, let me burst a few bubbles there. Mm -hmm. Um, So the the flight software already exists. And Mm -hmm. although there is a uh, flight software patch that is currently in works, Mm -hmm. uh, I am not working on that. I work Mm -hmm. on helicopter operations, which does involve editing text files in Vim. uh, But it's not strictly code. It's sequences. So a list of commands for the helicopter. Uh, Wait, is the sequence language Turing complete? The, the sequence language includes Bash as a subset. Oh, so yes. That's fine. Um, anyways, uh, generally, day-to-day, the sequences are...